And we are back on the program. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus. Good to have you with us. Thanks for tuning in. Dr. Gaetano Morello, who is my guest today, talking on Gesundheit with Jacobus about detoxing. And obviously, as we are listening to him, we realize that it is a much more complex issue to understand why and how and what are the possible effects than just taking a pill and 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 call it and uh, call it in, call it good in the morning, so to say. <laughs> call me in the morning. So uh, anyway, Morello, Dr. Morello, thank you so much for being with us. Your information is great. I I liked what we were talking about in the last half hour about the the uh, what actually happens with the body as far as the adipose breakdown, the the T3 going down, and then all of a sudden weight loss plateau. I myself have indeed been on a exercise routine and a lower caloric intake uh, regime, lost weight, feel great, but at the same time, I see your point that maybe could be very good for me to do uh, maybe now an intense uh, detox program of some kind, and um, I, I I don't know what it is. I, it, it, in my case, I have to say it's a little bit confusing. I went yesterday to my naturopathic physician, and he mentioned also that I am, with my exercises, obviously I'm losing the weight, but I'm also gaining muscle back. So he says, don't worry as much about the weight as how you feel. That is number question number one. Number two is, as you're mentioning, all of a sudden the, uh, the, the weight loss plateaus, but I am sweating profusely during my workouts. Is that part of a detox, or do I need to do more detoxing with that? Yeah, that's your, your, it is part of, you are detoxifying as you're sweating. Now remember, what we're talking about is that, uh, that move, those movements that you're doing, remember you have chemicals stored in your adipose tissue, yeah. so as you're losing this weight, as you're gaining muscle, you are releasing chemicals into your circulation. Yes. Those chemicals are going to the liver. Uh, those, some of those chemicals uh, are remaining in your bloodstream and having an impact on systems in your body. So you may be feeling well, but there could be some, uh, some effects of those chemicals physiologically. Uh, so uh, what you need to do is, again, it's, it's remember the, the seven different steps to scientific detoxification is uh, to you know, uh, minimize your exposure, ensure optimal health, make sure that your bowel health is optimal. You've got to strengthen antioxidant reserves, make sure that energy production is, is strong, that you are producing enough energy, and then you support your phase one and phase two detox systems. Um, and we could talk about each one of those. So uh, in your case, the first thing we always want to do is work on the caveat of all healing. And the caveat of all healing <laughs> is the digestive tract. You cannot detoxify. You cannot do anything yeah. unless your digestive tract is functioning normal. And what's a normally functioning digestive tract? Well, let me tell you something. The statistics show that about 40% of Americans have problems with digestion. But yeah. the, the, the actual number is a lot higher than that. <laughs> because if, if I'm in a room of 500 people where I'm lecturing, and I ask those people, how many of you have had a digestive problem? Everybody will put up their hand. Because everybody's had indigestion, everybody's had bloating and gas, uh, sometimes diarrhea, uh, uh, constipation, uh, abdominal spasms. Everybody's had some form of digestive problem at one time or other. And what's interesting about digestion? 
What's interesting about the digestive tract is the fact that it is an external organ. It's not even internal, it's external. That's and right. that external organ, what can happen to it is it can get damaged from improper digestion, which can occur because of stress, which can occur because of dietary intake of certain foods that we put into our systems. Uh, one of them that has a detrimental effect on digestion is really sugar. And the average American consumes about 140 pounds of refined carbohydrate every year, that's table sugar, and another 50 pounds of high fructose corn syrup found in, in, in pop. Yeah. That's about 200 pounds in total. Now, the problem with all this is that sugar, you know, every time we think of sugar, we think of diabetes, but really there's a lot more to it than that. And the problem with sugar is this. The first problem is something called glycation. Where, and wh what I mean by glycation is this, that sugar is very sticky. If you drink a can of pop and you pick it up the next day, you'll find that it's very sticky. It's a glue. Sugar yes. is a glue. Glycation is the process where elevated blood sugar levels in the bloodstream start to stick to things in the bloodstream. They can start sticking to things like hormones and various proteins, and they can cause all sorts of havoc. This can also interfere with the digestive process because it can interfere with enzymes in digestion. So now those food particles aren't being broken down the way they normally should be broken down. Yeah. And when that happens you'll get something we call dysbiosis in the lower bowel where bacteria start acting on those large food particles that your, your, your enzyme systems have not broken down. These produce all sorts of chemicals. Uh, some of the chemicals they produce are scatols and formaldehyde and indoles, and that causes an imbalance in the lower bowel, which will cause a whole environment to shift. And remember that that lower bowel has trillions of bacteria in it, healthy bacteria. When you change that environment, what happens is the mucosal lining in the gut gets broken down. That mucosal lining protects your blood from all that stuff in your gut. When you break down the mucosal lining, you get what we call, I mean, an uh, easy term is leaky gut syndrome or an increase in the permeability of the gut to macromolecules. What happens now is this. Think of the gut as a roof on your house. And the inside, all the furniture, and the television set, and the furnace, all that stuff is like your internal body. Mm -hmm. Now what happens is, this bad digestion will cause holes in that roof on your house. When you have holes in the roof in your house and it starts to rain, the water gets inside. It will go on your furniture and that water will create mold. Mm. It can go on your toaster and short circuit it. So the mold on your furniture is like eczema on your hands. If it goes into your furnace, that can, that's like your respiratory tract. And all of a sudden the furnace doesn't work anymore. Or your metabolism doesn't work anymore. So it starts interfering with functionality. How does that happen physiologically? What happens is large macromolecules come inside the bloodstream. The body sees them and sees those are foreign invaders. Let's attack them. So they create an autoimmune response. They create antibodies to those large macromolecules, which sometimes get confused with your body's own tissues. Sometimes it can confuse with the skin, and you've got eczema. Sometimes it gets confused with 
joints and you've got rheumatoid arthritis. Sometimes it attacks your own nervous system besides the food particles and you've got neurological disorders. So breakdown in the digestive tract can have all sorts of consequences ongoing. And one of the ways that all this starts is, like I just told you, diet is one key. Another key is every time you have an uh, uh, indigestion or a digestive problem, what, what's the main treatment for all this is antacids, H2 antagonists, and proton pump inhibitors. Oh, and what this does, it changes the acidity of the stomach. Yes. And, you know, and this is like, this is a big thing. Now, let me just give your audience a little bit of background on what this means. See, when you consume food, it, it gets to your stomach. What happens in the stomach is acid is secreted into the stomach, hydrochloric acid to be exact. Yeah. Now, listen to this. The pH of the stomach when you're eating is 1.2 to 2. This is extremely acidic. It is so acidic that it can dissolve a nail. It is so acidic that it can put a hole in your hand, yet it doesn't put a hole in your stomach. Why? Because the stomach produces mucin. Mucin is a mucus coating that lines the stomach wall, and that acid cannot penetrate it. So it protects it. Now, the question is, remember, we always have to ask why. Why is the pH of the stomach 1.2? For two reasons. One, to be able to break down protein. Two, to kill everything from getting to the lower bowel. Oh, All see. that food that you consume has bacteria, has yeast, has candida, has viruses, has parasites. But the, because your acid level is so strong, it is able to destroy all that. So it's almost like a neutralizer. It is a neutralizer. It protects you. So that acid level is critical. When we alkalinize the stomach by taking antacids, H2 antagonist, proton pump inhibitor, like a Nexium. What happens is we alkalinize that stomach. Now it's no longer 1.2 to 2. Now it becomes a 4 or 5. Now what happens? Well, you can't get protein broken down, and every bug that you consume will make its way down to the lower bowel. And what does that do? That causes an environmental shift, huh. which causes havoc. And once that happens, and your digestive tract is off, your detox mechanisms are off, and you can't detoxify unless you heal that gut. Yes. So you must heal the gut first. And how do we heal the gut? There is a number of, of ingredients, a number of good, scientifically validated supplements that can help you regain digestive function. And that's what you need to do first. The caveat of all healing is healing the digestive tract. So that's the area we have to start wow, first. Wow, yeah, yeah. Very, very great explanation. That is uh, wonderful. And you're absolutely right. The amount of people who I see, and I'm sure that you see them also on a regular basis, who complain about digestive issues, primarily because they think that they have too much acid and that's why they are taking the acid inhibitors they often find out when I chat with them that actually I would say 75 to 80% of the people who complain about high hernia, GERD, acid reflux, heartburn, bloating after they eat actually are too low in their stomach acid, but they are convinced that they have too much and so they go on the on the uh, on the on the, uh, uh, the 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 antacids, the the Prilosec, the Prevacid, the Purple Pill, uh, the Protonics of any kind, 
just to help reduce it even more. And so there is a simple test that I recommend they do, and I'm sure you can explain that to us as well. It is the it is taking a tablespoon of either pure raw apple cider vinegar or a tablespoon of lemon juice. Wait three minutes. Do not drink water with it and see if you feel better or worse. And that will indicate if you have too much acid or too little acid. Obviously, when you feel better, that means that you do not have enough acid and you needed the lemon juice, the fresh lemon juice. Don't take the frozen concentrate. The fresh lemon juice will help to add some acid and everything balances out. If you feel worse after three minutes, that means that you were already a flaming inferno and that you just added more fuel to the fire. So there are different ways for people to test. But I tell you, Dr. Morello, the amount of people who go through this uh, all the time and who are convinced and also because of the doctors who just listens to symptoms and says, well, you sound like you have too much acid. As we age and the change of food and slowing down of metabolism, the problem that we have is that we do not have enough stomach acid. Uh, do you have anything to add to that part? But, I mean, you already gave a great explanation. But Yeah, and, and one of the things that you can do is a lot of times uh, it's because your mucus levels are low in your stomach. In other words, think about this. Uh, the, uh, your pH of your stomach, your acid levels is 1.2, you know, enough to dissolve a nail. It's not dissolving your stomach because the mucus-producing cells of your stomach produce this layer of mucin that protects it from the acid. Yeah. So, some, for example, under stressful situations, when the tiny blood vessels to the, to the stomach are, are, shut, are closed down, well, that stomach now is not going to be functioning because it's not, getting, it's not getting blood supply. It's not getting nutrition, oxygen for those cells to function properly. So what, what, what happens? Well, what happens is there's less mucin being produced. Therefore, you could develop an ulcer from the acid. So one of the things that you can do is increase mucus production. How do we do that? DGL. Okay. Deglycerizinated licorice root, or what I call it for short, is darn good licorice. That's right. And when you chew that product, and the ultra DGL, I think, is a, I mean, it is just one of the most underrated and most powerful natural substances I have ever seen in the industry. You chew two of these tablets, it will stimulate the production of mucin within 15 minutes in the stomach lining and increase the half-life of that mucin. So it really is a phenomenal ingredient for enhancing uh, uh, the protection of, of the stomach from the acid. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Yes. So this is a great product to take um, for people going through that process trying to heal their gut. Uh, uh, DGL, ultra-DGL, just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, product very very highly underrated for the efficacy that you see with it. Now, what what you mentioned earlier, uh, the company Terry Naturals, and you yeah. mentioned Curamin. Now, yeah. uh, Terry Lemerand has also come out with C uh, Buckthorn Omega Seven. I understand that that also helps to increase the mucus in the entire digestive tract. Would that be another solution for people? Omega Seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Terry was the one who actually developed the DGL. Okay. Uh, uh, way back, you know, he was uh, he was with enzymatic therapy for a while, and this is the guy who really got DGL going. And uh, and you know, Terry still thinks that DGL is just a yeah. But th this is another product that Terry's been uh, developed in increasing mucus because uh, this is a key. This is a key key uh, aspect of to increase that mucus production in the stomach. It will protect your stomach lining. So one of the things I put all people on is. Uh, a product that can help increase mucin production. And by doing that, 
you're going to be protecting your stomach lining, and you're going to function better. Yes. Absolutely better. And another one that Terry introduced is the Megazyme, which is the pancreatic extract by enzymatic therapy. This is one of Terry's original products, and it's a phenomenal digestive enzyme. The only enzyme that I, you know, I found that is, is as effective as, uh, not quite as effective, but I would, I would recommend is Wolbenzyme. That's another one. That's, oh. a, that's a German product. Yes. And, and uh, Wolbenzyme is also quite, uh, quite effective. Pancreatic extracts, and you take them, the Megazyme by enzymatic therapy, you take it uh, immediately before your meal. You take two tablets, and what it'll do is it'll supply pancreatic enzymes similar to your own body's pancreatic enzymes, helping break down the food in the duodenum. And this is important. So you'll see less bloating. You'll feel much lighter. So things start to function better. You're enhancing the digestive process, which is what you want to do. And then, obviously, you know, what's the big thing now? Take probiotics. Take a good probiotic that can get to the lower gut and provide those, those healthy bacteria that have so many benefits in the lower gut. So you re, what you're doing is you're rebalancing the environment of the gastrointestinal tract. Now, does, does the Megazyme by enzymatic therapy also contain hydrochloric acid? No, it doesn't. And what is, I find is that important? Is, is that important then? No, it, it, you know what I find is when you take that Megazyme, what happens is digestion readjusts itself. You will you'll be producing the right amounts of pancreatic of, of of hydrochloric acid. As you will see, cells start functioning better. They start coming back. It, it's it's unbelievable. It's a, it's a, another underrated product, and and you don't have to wait a week or a month to see it work. It works right away. So it's huh. an immediate. It's an immediate result, so you try it and you get an immediate result. Always take it two tablets before the meal. If that doesn't work, that works in 80% of the cases. Take two tablets before and then two tablets right after the meal, and you'll get pretty much almost 98, 99% effectiveness. That's how quick it works. Wow. So it works immediately, so you should see it right away. You don't have to wait a week. It's, it's, it's immediate. So well, is the DCL. It's immediate. That's good. Well, we that's great information. We're going to take another short break, folks. We have one more hour with Dr. Gaetano Morello. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Gesundheit with Jacobus. 